Speaking of guests. The 60s shirt gave us some really tough sounding theme songs. Everyone was high except for the people who made this. Yeah, you're not kidding. Yesterday after the show, I had a chance to talk to the one and only Dario Franchitti. Dario Franchitti joins us, the four-time IndyCar Series champ, three-time Indy 500 winner. Dario, how are you today? Very well, thank you. How are you? Very good. good. This is fantastic. Now, we're going to lead with, with complete honesty for you. We are, we're not cultured people. We're, we're, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're inclined to stupidity. So you're going to have to fill us in on the Belvini's second annual Rare Craft Collection. I'm actually anxious that I may have even said it incorrectly. No, you said it perfectly. Okay, oh, good. that might be the last thing I get right. <laughs> yeah, so what happened was um, the guys at William Grant and Son that own, own Belvini um, came to me at the start of the year um, after I'd retired and said, um, you know, here's, here's something we do with the Rare Craft Collection. Would you be interested in curating it? And so I sat down with them and we looked at some of the examples of some of the amazing crafts they had in last year's collection. And I said, yeah, that looks fun. And not realizing how difficult it was going to be to pick out, you know, from literally hundreds of examples to pick out 21 examples. So, um, you know, we sat down um, and we we, we picked out these various different uh, amazing pieces of of craft um, from period handcrafted jeans to a shuffleboard table to a table that's made out of parts of my old indie car and a silver cowboy hat i mean this stuff is is exquisitely made so you know we we, we went ahead and we and we we started to put together this collection and the the, the balvenny guys want to really showcase craftspeople and things that are made with that extra attention to detail as they build the whiskey as they make the balvenny um I suppose it's, it's one of the advantages of, you know, the, the, the family of uh, William Grant and son owning it privately owned company. They mm-hmm. can do that and they can still build the whiskey in the old fashioned way and maybe so, you know, it costs a little more, but it's, uh, it's the way they like to do things. As a curator, though, I mean, you're the guy. Can you throw your weight around on things? I mean, maybe I, boss people around about what's what? I on a couple of things I was really keen that we got a couple of of of, uh, of the things into the the collection. Yeah. Um, but there was a group of us went through it and we all sort of said, "Oh, what do you think of this one? What do you think of that one?" And we, we you know it took it took the best part I think <laughs> twelve hours or something to to go through and really and pick out um, what we wanted for the collection. And I'm I'm really proud of it. I went and I saw the whole thing in situ for the first time yesterday, and it was uh, it was pretty cool. Could you just, for for our sake, try to throw your weight around in, improperly and like demand that something from IKEA get put in there yeah. that you obviously know shouldn't shouldn't be in there? Yeah, yeah. Maybe something mass produced in uh, you know, China. Something you put together yourself from Target that has lock bolts on it, or like an airbrush T-shirt. <laughs> hey guys, don't don't knock Target. I drove the Target. Did you? Well, you know, I did. My yeah. house is filled with that stuff. I'm oh, not yeah, knocking that, it. I'm supporting. That's it. what everything in my so home is. <laughs> It was mine, trust me. <laughs> uh, Dario, more importantly, I saw on Twitter last night, why can't your brother just buy shoes that you didn't buy first? What is his problem? How embarrassing is that? Yeah. You and it's, you and your brother went shopping for shoes on different continents and ended up with the same shoes. True or false? True. 
That's embarrassing. Do you think he's actually a creepy stalker? <laughs> that, that he's so in love with you that he just wants to be you? Yeah. What annoys me is he paid half of what I paid. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Which is odd because, uh, you know, I would think that anytime you would come to America, anytime you would speak, people would want to give you things for free yeah. just because they like the way you sound. You are so charming. You are. You are. I have a real crush on you. <laughs> I mean, I'm looking at your picture. You are so handsome. This You're interview's s- taking another direction. Scottish? Yeah, they often... They often <laughs> They often do, Dario. They often do. It seems the morning's getting boring, I would imagine. <laughs> it, seems to, it seems to happen with indie drivers, because uh, now that you say that, I remember telling Helio Castroneves, we think he's so adorable, yeah. everyone should get to keep one in a yeah. cage at yeah. home. Yeah, we uh, wanted to carry him around. If I wish you'd have kept him in a cage. <laughs> you and Helio, man, I tell you what, that would, that would be a tough call. Ugh, did he me. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> Dario Franchitti <laughs> joins us. Dario, how is your health after the injury last year? Not bad, thank you. It's um, yeah, it's it's doing okay. My the biggest issue when I had the accident uh, at Houston was the the concussion. It was yeah. my third sort of fairly large concussion. Sure, and, um, that was the biggest issue. The biggest issue was I couldn't have another concussion um, of that size, or I would be in all kinds of trouble. And yeah. I fractured my back again, and you know the, the issues with another yeah another fracture would have been pretty devastating. So. All that um, stopped me driving the car. Um, but day to day, actually, the biggest pain is, is my ankle because it just doesn't quite uh, work. Doesn't it, you know, right. doesn't have the, the range of motion. So I can't run anymore, which actually doesn't oh, no. suck. <laughs> unless, unless you're late for a train or an aeroplane. Right. Yeah. <laughs> has been a problem. But I can cycle. I can get on my bike and I can ride for hours. So that's, that's pretty good. So really everything's okay. You hear it seems like a lot of retired racers and athletes where they've had the the adrenaline of competing at the highest level when they transition to retirement it can be difficult to try to channel that in a different direction do, do you have do you still have some sort of risk excitement or anything like that for other things or, or were you able to put that in the rearview mirror Well I haven't really done anything crazy as of yet again because if I do the stuff that gives you know the stuff that gives you that adrenaline hit generally has some, you know, a danger associated to Puts it. So my risk, doctors yeah. are still are still shaking their heads and you know, crossing their arms and saying no a yeah. lot. Um, yeah. I mean, the, the, the unfortunate thing is I will not get to drive a racing car, whether it's a historic car or whatever, any type of car. I can I can do demonstrations, but I cannot race again. Um, and that, you know, that, that's a little, that's sad, but yeah. that's part of life. And yeah. uh, the fact that I'm still here and I get to enjoy all these other great things is... Uh, well, you're a curator, and everybody knows that the excitement level is at an all-time high. <laughs> yeah, I mean, usually that's most people's ultimate end goal, isn't it? Once they, you know, you win in the Indianapolis 500 a few times and a couple of championships, the next yes. step is logically you know, curator. You've got to diversify. <laughs> you've got to, you know, I, I still work with the target team. I, I'm an advisor for the team, so I go to a lot of the races and um, work with the engineers and the group of people that I was lucky enough to work with for all those years, so... I get to work with them, get to tell Tony Canaan and Scott Dixon what they're doing wrong, Yeah, which is actually quite good fun. <laughs> yeah. How often do you see Canaan and you just go, you know, I could have done that line per, uh, a lot better? Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah, I tell you what, well, you know, it has, it has happened occasionally, but he's stronger than I am, so he can outrun you. Daria, yeah, he I, can outrun me now. Uh, tell me if this is true or if it's just urban legend that before the Indianapolis 500, all the drivers – give their choice of milk 2% vitamin D or whatever so for the moment afterwards? Is that a fact or is that a myth? No, that is absolute fact. What, what did you pick? 
I told him I didn't care. They could give me five-year-old's yak's milk, and I'd still drink it. <laughs> <laughs> in that moment, yeah. It's, that's milk from the bull. Yeah. It and, tastes. And, and, honestly, they and, chill it, and you, it tastes so good. <laughs> I bet after that, long in the and, cockpit. And, and, and do they actually say, make sure you dribble it all over your mouth, all, all weird like that? <laughs> <laughs> no, what happened there was um, Dan Weldon, um, our great friend who unfortunately was killed a couple of years ago, he, yes. when he won it the first time and the second time, he poured the milk over his head. So the last time I won it, uh, my boss, Chip Ganassi, said, hey, hey you, know, you, should, you should pour it over your head. Yeah. And I said, oh, great idea. So I did. And that, it just seemed wonderful right up until about an hour and a half later yeah. when I, start, I started to go off in the sun. Oh, <laughs> yeah. All sorts of things. Yeah, you're all organic in, smell. In your shoes. Oh, it wasn't good. Dario Franchiti, I know you got to get to the to the next stop this morning. At Dario Franchiti on Twitter. It's actually a great follow. Franchiti.com for all the info. Belvini's second annual Rare Craft Collection. Thanks for putting up with us, Dario. I hope hope you get continued health and fulfillment in retirement, okay? Thanks, guys. It's been fun. See you, buddy. Thanks. Okay. I think that was pretty fun. Uh, you know, I, I couldn't agree more with what you just said. That was I thought he was wonderful. At first it was, it started a little slow and I thought, Oh, we're in trouble, but yeah, he came around. Yeah, most of those most of those guys are pretty media savvy and just seem to have a good attitude. I could have listened to him all day, frankly. He is that's adorable. A, that's a big part of it. I don't know what it is about a Scottish yeah. accent. Uh, uh, you know, it was about a year ago now, but I remember being at the grocery store and I was just waiting in line behind a guy and he started talking to the cashier yep. and he was and I just I started staring at him, you know, like normally you'd be worried about, <laughs> yep. you, you know, you'd be on a creep list or something if you're looking at somebody like that, but I couldn't help it. Yeah. I go, because he was an older guy and I like somebody's grandpa, but with an awesome accent. Right. Let me ask you this. Hot Wings, he calls, or Zane, or, or me, yeah. he calls you and, yeah. and out of the blue, for some reason he's mad at you and he says, oh yeah, I'm putting it to your wife. I probably would say, tell me how you're doing it. I want to hear you talk more. I don't know what made you mad, but okay. Yeah. Put my wife on. I want to talk about how great you are. That's, yeah. that's, that's fine. No, no, don't put her on. I know what she sounds like. I like what, your man. voice. He charmed the pants off me. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I, I would I would keep that man happy. Yeah. Like no woman has. Oh my God! I would be his. I would be the best wife he's ever had. Yeah, I would. Yeah, seriously. If we if we had he and Helio in the same room at the same oh. time, there wouldn't be any dry pants. Man, do I want to marry a uh, Indy car racer? <laughs> but not a loser American. It needs to be yeah. a foreigner. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Florida, yeah, like Helio or yeah, you got or, uh, somebody or with a great not, accent. Not some filthy American slob like. You know, I can't think of any Americans that even race IndyCar racing. No one knows who they are. You need a just that ugly Danica Patrick. Yeah, I'm not anymore. interested in women. I'm interested in men. Yeah. Helio. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is incredible. This is incredible. You guys don't understand. You guys, you guys kept me strong. Yeah. You guys are the best. Thank you so much. I'm honored to have a fans like you. Thank you so much. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> Love it. to have a fans. All that said, Frank Heaty was great. He was. Yeah, he yeah, was terrific. Good, Steve and I discussed. Still don't know exactly what he's doing with that uh, that yard sale he's having. Yeah, it's not clear. I, I, I don't know. Yeah, it's, a, it's a traveling collection. They're going to several different cities. Uh, with this collection of interesting handcrafted things. Like, where do you go? 
I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I uh, well, I, they've got a series of dates. There's one there in Chicago and Vegas and We didn't Miami. even promote it, though. I mean, no, the point no. of him I mean, doing this was we never got around to was it. Was to promote his that. Well, and, I think there was a lot of mutual charm going on. I think, uh, you know, it took a weird direction for him, but I think he liked it. And uh, I think you will be the uh, next Mrs. Dario Franchitti. <laughs> yep. Yeah, there was that one you'll, moment you'll when he actually... You'll be a better male Ashley Judd. When he actually... This interview's taking an odd direction. <laughs> an odd direction. This we interview's s- taking an odd direction. We can save that and use it as a drop on every interview we've ever done. Uh-huh. They yeah. all do it.